You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number three, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Everything basement-y since 1992, covering Southern Alberta and Calgary. Later on, uh, a dude who played with Tom Brady, Ross Tucker from the Ross Tucker Podcast, <laughs> CBS Sports, Westwood One, um... What's the website? Myfrontpagestory.com. Yeah, I'm sure he'll talk about that. Uh, Valentine's Day soon, George. Yep. And They'll you know cry. what? They'll Your cry. Your significant other will cry. You when can they see send it. it right across the country back home, bud. You're right. Um, but tonight, it's it's a it's a big deal tonight uh, for the uh, for Sportsnet 960. Uh, we're back here for the first time um, post COVID. Um, well, it's not really. But we're not going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, the beer league game is back tonight down at Windsport. The broadcast gets going at six thirty. Puck drop just after seven. As our morning show Whalers take on the afternoon show Lushes, and the two captains of the team are joining us in studio. Uh, Tom, good morning. Uh, th- thanks for jumping in. Um, we're definitely uh, all about you and your team uh, today. You want you want to get closer to that? As mic you should there? be. Yep. Yeah, um, thanks uh, for coming in. Um, we're rooting for you. Um, what is, what's the chances that you think you can pick up the W tonight? Because I think a lot's going to be riding on this because we're in the booth with Pat Steinberg and uh, the direct competition is sitting right across from us. Chances are pretty good. I like oh, her chances. Okay, there Not we go. That was I confident. Uh, I like I like your confidence. Uh, Brian, you are uh, our Oilers to our Flames. <laughs> Oh, our Elks to our Stampeders. Our Rebels to our Hitmen. Our, uh, our Nadal and Federer to our Djokovic. Oh, you ran out of Calgary <laughs> references. Well, I, I wanted to go to do my Djokovic thing. Oh, okay, fine. Whatever. Um, how do you feel like you're in enemy territory right now? Do you feel unwelcome? <laughs> like, because you brought us he some brought pizza. He brought in all of his stuff. And I got to say that, that you know, you, you're, you're definitely buttering yourself up to us. But do you feel like you're in enemy territory right now? Yeah, definitely. I got to. Uh, I had to decorate the lair here with uh, yeah. some Lushes gear. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, it's incredible that uh, your team, uh, the Lushes. By the way, uh, that promotes drinking, and uh, we're not for that on the on the big show. Here. <laughs> no, Lushes, no, no, no. Again, no. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know, Brian. I just. It's a little like again. The Whalers is something we can get behind. Lushes. I'm not it so sure. Like a real family based <laughs> team. That's right. Yeah. A lot of warm and fuzzies. They're yeah. all fun. Isn't I mean, look about, at the shirt, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. Totally glamorizing yeah. alcohol use, like your team. Like, I'm just, it's who fine. would do I'm that? Just kidding. Um, you have a lot of swag that's been here. So through, much. Yeah, like through generations. Why don't you give us, uh, Brian uh, from the Lushes, why don't you give us a little history on your team? Because you have some really cool stuff here. And I'm looking at a calendar from March of 2005 <laughs> with you guys mooning uh, a bus, <laughs> like in front of a bus. Like, give us some of the history on how your team came about. Yeah, for sure. So uh, my dad actually started the team just over a couple of beers. He bet some guys. A uh, bet. A bet. Yeah. Okay. Go perfect. figure. A beer and a bet, right? <laughs> and uh, the guy that had an established team said, we can beat you. And my dad put together uh, a bunch of misfits and came out and they ended up, uh, I think it was eight nothing. They won that game. And all the guys decided, hey, this is a great idea. Let's continue this. They got together a name, uh, Ogden Luscious, because all the guys were from the Ogden area here in Calgary at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, created a logo with a drunken hockey player on it, <laughs> holding up a beer. And, he looks yeah, drunk. I can does. confirm. And next thing you know, they uh, they started going, and it's been 1979 till today, and I took it over about 25 years ago from my dad running the team. Wow. Never had a losing season in uh, the history of the, the organization. So you're so like the Mike Tomlin? Can we fact of, check of that? Of men's beer league we hockey? We can fact check it. Yeah, no problem there. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so it's kind of, you know, it's been a great group of guys. A lot of the guys now, we all grew up together in Ogden mm. as well. So it's been kind of like a generational aspect of things. And That's one of my favorite parts about my team is that it's a bunch of guys that I either used to play hockey with, grew up with, or went to university with, and we're all still real tight. And it's our one time to get together, play a little hockey and, and uh, have some fun. But like, look at some of the stuff. Like you mentioned, you guys do something different every year. I'm yeah. holding a belt buckle. Yeah, uh, with the years, the logo on it. We got uh, a deck of cards. Hmm. We have a uh, license plates. There's a bobblehead here. There's a hat. There's a f- like. What else have you, you got? The shirt uh, on. We got shirts. We got hockey bags. We've got. Jackets. Do you have a team bus? Uh, that's actually been talked about here. So uh, <laughs> wow. If, okay. Uh, if someone no. wins the lottery here, or if yep. Uh, yep. someone makes it big on the socks, or we're gonna we're gonna logo up a bus and ride around, and uh, it'll be you know. A little bit pathetic when we all file a lot of it, <laughs> yeah. type of thing, and uh, expect everyone's expecting the in cut shape uh, <laughs> hockey you, you team. You guys look sp- like the bus driver instead of the guys playing. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. It's a lot of guys to bus yeah. drive yeah. the bus, eh? We got a lot, a lot of, of medium husky boys on our team here. We call oh, them so. uh, medium <laughs> husky. <laughs> um, who's responsible for for doing uh, the the new swag every year? That that feels like a lot of pressure, Brian. Uh, I kind of take it on a little bit myself but uh we do kind of do some collectives the team votes on some stuff and you know like our shirts look a lot nicer than uh the shirts i'm looking at across the <laughs> oh, with boom boom okay. on it. here we go all right uh, turn out some mic that's enough boom boom. yeah i mean wow. boom, boom boom looks very similar to our logo here actually so <laughs> yeah i'm getting the whalers Fair. are uh taking a yeah. cut off our logo and trying to copy yeah. us <laughs> or at least at least boom boom lives the lifestyle here uh brian uh, again I, I appreciate you disparaging uh t-shirts that our man Tom brought uh, from the Whalers. Tom, give us a, a little history on your beer league team, how you guys came about. Uh, have you ever had a, a losing season? Probably not. Uh, how many championships have you won? I'd imagine more than Tom Brady. Give us a little history on your team. That's probably the greatest beer league team in the history of humanity. Well said. I would say oh, we're wow. probably the yeah. best team in history. Okay. Definitely in the league. Beer league, sure. yeah. Okay. History-wise, I mean, I'm probably the youngest guy on the team, so I can't speak too much to it i can't uh, say i got tom i don't plates. sorry i don't mean to cut you off uh you just said you're the youngest guy on the team yeah wait i'm a little concerned sorry, about what did that you tom say? Yeah. youngest i wasn't paying attention yeah um yeah. you so, look yeah i'm sure you you're maybe the fittest as well okay, so, okay. oh good so that, that doesn't just really, to ease your stress it's there it's not the guy on my shirt no Are you no, sure? no. Hmm. he's kind of mid mid pack so <laughs> you're so you're the youngest guy so how long has the whalers franchise been in existence i'm probably getting this wrong but it's def it's like you guys mid 70s um Whoa. used to be delacour devils and then the boys kind of phased out and then changed the name from devils to whalers so technically delacour whalers would be the sure city town however mm-hmm. you want to call it um and then i yeah i joined Three years ago needed somewhere to play and a lot of us are competitors in the same workforce so just kind of we don't have a long history but all of us are good buddies and hang out and golf quite a bit in the summer so mm. chemistry's there okay <laughs> championship pedigree is definitely there that's important but stats and wins and yeah we don't keep track of that we just, mm. we just uh. show up and eat some dogs and Oh yeah, that's participation awards. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, Tom from the Whalers and Brian from the Lushes joining us here in studio. The captains of their team. It's the annual beer league broadcast. It's back tonight at Winsport. It's free to go. Yeah, yeah. Drop just after seven. Great prizes to be had tonight. We're giving tickets to cool stuff. Flames jersey. Uh, intermission games. Buns. Broadcast gets going at six thirty. Um, wanted to ask you, uh, Tom. Um, when it comes to uh, beer league rules, uh, because we've opened up the text line, uh, what are some of the unwritten beer league rules that you swear by? Never dump it in. 
Okay. Not, <laughs> if any, like I, I okay. tell all the line mates, I'm like, if you dump it in, there's zero chance I'm going to get it. Okay. So a little, little. So no dumping chases. Like if you yeah. see my line mate dump it today, it's all yours. I'm not gonna go chase this. Can, can you do me a favor though tonight? Go get it. Because yeah, no. We we want you to win because you're hashtag Team Morning Show. <laughs> if somebody dumps it in on your line, uh, I'm not gonna lie, Tom. You better just get your ass off to go yeah. get that buck tonight. We will today. Yeah, you. change it today. Yeah. yeah okay. But yeah. general rules. Don't okay. dump it in. Okay. okay. I like that. Um, it's another one. Where are you at at being a game sevener? Because that's uh, a recurring theme on our text line this morning about guys who try way too hard. Where are you at when it comes to that against your beer league competition or even somebody on your own team? I mean, I don't know if I enter our own blue line very often, so I can't say that I... Okay. that's I love that. Good for you. More of a float up high kind of guy. Can I just say this is what I've deduced so far from you? Number one, you're the youngest guy on our team. Number two, you're the fittest. And number three, you don't back check. It sounds like the laziest, actually. Like I'm, yeah. I'm getting a little concerned about our team tonight. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like Tom? I'm good for a couple, though. Okay. Whether I float or not, I, I All right. feel like I could put a couple. Oh, you're good for a couple highly real plays every once in a while, and then just... Yeah, and then just mail it in. And then just ghost for the round. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Trip you get, my own get your cookies, and then everyone yeah. else can sort Make it sure out. the dogs are not burning in the room. Yeah, I'm, I want to ask about the hot dog machine and its proximity to the washroom in a second. But... Uh, <laughs> Brian uh, from the Lushes, yes, um, give us some of your unwritten beer league rules that you and your team swears by. Oh, there's, uh, I don't know, there's a few. I think don't be uh, don't be clapping it at the goalie's head first few minutes. That's you know okay. kind of In uh, warm up. You know that sets a tone, right? You know, yeah. Our guys like to just wing them right by our goalie's earlobe every day. So yeah. I mean, like you know, get some in the game, but also you know you don't want to concuss the guy before he gets out there. If you're not aiming for the crossbar yeah. and warm ups, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, yeah. our our guys called Big Save Dave. His wife calls him Super Save Dave. So I mean, oh, you know, wow. okay, we like to try and keep up to that. But you know, you got guys in the warm up trying to trying to dust them up a little bit. Who's the best player on your team? Oh, we got uh, we got a collective actually. We got a few boys. I don't I don't want to give anything out to the competitors here, but well, uh, I, I wasn't going to ask we you. We got a few boys. Keep uh, that secret. You know, we got some guys that got some talent. Uh, you know, can put the puck in the net. Okay, here's a different question. What is the highest level of hockey someone has played on your mm. team? Great uh, question. We got one guy junior A, a bunch of guys played midget, triple A stuff like that, and then we got. You know, we have a collective. Uh, we got a couple of guys that never started skating until they were 25 nice. years old. Love that. Um, Those are the guys we you know, want to see a lot of. We, we yeah. got everything. We got uh, our team's kind of like the Nintendo original hockey. You got the short guy, the tall guy, the skinny guy. The, <laughs> right. You know, uh, we're a collective of that. So it's pretty funny that way. Um, And that's uh, Brian from the Lushes, our fierce uh, competition tonight as they are representing the afternoon show. Uh, Tom uh, from the Whalers, who, by the way, is a very handsome man. He looks really good. uh, Is the captain of Team Morning Show. You could tell that he was the Whalers guy like before they came in. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Tom, if you were to put a line, a betting line on tonight's game, uh, give me uh, who the favorite is. Give me a puck line and give me a total on tonight's game. So here's the bet. I'm terrible at gambling or bet line so i me too which 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 route do you <laughs> look go at my sports you're... select record this there, year you want me to pull terrible. it up i got no, it right here george it's fine, it's fine. <sighs> give me an over under how many goals do you think is going to get scored Ooh. in tonight's game Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> to- totals 11 and a half you going Let's over see, what was our last game i think we're the last eight, game eight, was five. eight five who won for the lushes by the way depending <laughs> on alex brody's pregame speech for us i'm gonna go 15 which he probably still hasn't watched yet so let's go 14 and a half 14 and a half goals tonight um, Brian from the Lushes, over under that total? Uh, you know what? I'd say over. 
Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah so there's going to be a lot of fireworks. Today. Yeah. Is I, that think, what you're uh, to say? Really, I think we got the big ice tonight, don't we? Olympic you ice. You sure do. Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, you go, you're, there's not going to be much backtracking going on here skating. from, from yeah. guys. There's, there's going to be a lot of breakaways, a lot of uh, people hanging out to drive. Um, Brian, that's what I like to hear. Not a lot of backchecking from your team tonight. I, I love that. Unlike, unlike the Whalers, <laughs> who are going to uh, backcheck, forecheck, paycheck tonight, which I expect uh, wholeheartedly from your team. This is going to be the hardest we've worked tonight. in, in since yeah. 1974. Been. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I guaranteed. That's what I'm expecting. Better be. Music in the warm-ups? Like, um, that's, yeah, that's well, new, it's, yeah, you're getting the whole experience here, including uh, Alex Brody interviewing friends and family tonight. Uh, how many, like, what, what are the friends and family? How many are coming out to watch you guys tonight? You expect a big turnout from uh, people you know, or do you think they're just going to die of horrible embarrassment and maybe not show up tonight, Tom? I hope they show up, but I feel like some people might, yeah, be a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> okay. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some uh, daughters, sons with signs. Other than that, probably not not going to have a great turnout. I'm I'm looking forward to warm-ups when all the kids get down on yeah. the glass the lawn, with all the signs and everyone's trying to throw pucks over and it takes four or five tries because none of you are really that good at hockey. That's something that I'm looking forward to watching during our pregame show, yeah. which we have yeah, a pregame um, show. And I like the fact that we got a little bio on each one of you guys, so we'll be definitely talking about that. Uh, during the broadcast. Uh, thanks for your time today. Before I let you go, uh, one of the reasons why we chose the Whalers, and again, we were in on the the process of choosing these two teams, was the hot dog machine that you have uh, working in the dressing room. Now, um, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a germaphobe. Um, Tom, I'm going to splash around in the pool of truth for you. Where is the hot dog machine? Oh, no, I already, thank you, uh, Brian. I already wiped down the entire... Um, every morning. Every morning I wiped down the entire studio. And I live in filth. Yeah, um... Tom, where is the hot dog machine in proximity to uh, the facilities in the dressing room? Depends on dressing room, I guess. Okay. I mean, so that doesn't really not slow you guys down. The, no. Okay. Not. I mean, there's we're eating dogs regardless. So okay. The plugs by the sink. It's by the sink, right? But okay. Tonight we'll keep. <laughs> How it do you far feel away. about that, George? Does yeah, that I'm make a, you again? Un- I don't uneasy? want it. it. It's it's sanitized. It's it's ready to go. Okay. I did hear you a couple days ago, so yeah, we're thinking about you. Um, thank you. Um, I, I can't disrespect him, and I have to take the dog, uh, Tom from the Whalers. I've but already when, said, if you get all any squeamish, you just right, right into my hand. Down uh, when, it goes. When are the dogs consumed? Pre, post, intermission? Like when? Are well, you... I mean, we never have intermission, so I feel like today's kind of dangerous. Like there yeah. might be a few intermission dogs. Like I went to Superstore last night. It looked like I was going Maylon camping. So <laughs> okay, there's. Uh, I said the group chat. We got Sour Patch Kids all dressed, chips, dogs. Okay. Wow, it's a real picnic in there. It's a real buffet. So yeah. If you get hungry, just come yeah. on down. I love putting my hand in strangers' bowls uh, when there's food in bowl. Why I'm do you have just, to say it like I'm that? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just some, because... some team diabetes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, uh, there's Tom from the Whalers, Brian from the Lushes. Uh, gentlemen, uh, thanks for popping in. Thanks for bringing the coffees. Thanks for bringing in the food. Thanks for the T-shirts. Awesome swag uh, from the Lushes as well. We'll see you tonight down at the broadcast. But more importantly... We'll see you at the after party at Wild Rose Brewery. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make Looking sure you stretch, boys. It. Lots of water yeah. today. All right. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. going to be, eat, be eating the pizza here while they're eating the dogs. Yeah. Out, did so. you? Uh, did you guys already book tomorrow off, or you're oh, both yeah. working? Oh yeah. That's a. I think we might move. as well just tell my boss right now that I'm not coming in today. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> Yeah. It's a veteran move. Team collective. We as soon as we found out we won, we basically told everyone to take Friday off. Or okay, mm-hmm. uh, we got to be up at uh, six. Yeah. We got to be up for six. We got a show tomorrow. Yeah, so we're gonna have to. You guys are gonna tomorrow. sound great. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, 
don't know if we ever really. <laughs> I went drinking great. yesterday. The show was fine. Yeah, I don't it's know fine. What the point is. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, we'll see you tonight down at Winsport. Don't forget, door uh, puck drop just after seven. The broadcast gets going at six thirty tonight. Uh, lots of cool prizes to win. It's free to join, and you get to meet Alex Brody, who will do uh, be interviewing people in the crowd, uh-huh. and he's also doing a Brody on the beat after dark at the Wild Rose Brewery post the game after nine p.m. I. I'm so excited for tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I, I just I I can't wait to be on the coattails of you and Pat Steinberg all night. I'm I'm looking forward to going through doing a lot of prep today, reading all the bios, mm-hmm. um, heights and weights. Yep. Yeah, all that I, type of thing. I think right? there's a lot of fluctuation probably because we got yeah. those heights and weights <laughs> pre-Christmas. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's a couple <laughs> extra LBs on some of those weights. I also think that those are numbers you can probably fudge. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to the game tonight. Uh, check it out. The broadcast gets going at 6.30. All right. Uh, Tom Brady called it a career yesterday. Uh, we might as well have somebody on who played with Tom Brady. <laughs> Ross Tucker, uh, NFL analyst, Westwood One, the Ross Tucker football podcast, will join us straight ahead. We'll do uh, Inter Noah's Red Hot Flames 15 seconds. Better believe it. And we'll get Texty McTexterson in for uh-huh. some beer league unwritten rules that you swear by. A lot to it's do. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Uh, Big thanks to uh, Tom from the Whalers, Brian from the Lushes. Thanks to Partners Pizza from Brian, dropping it off in Ogden. Some delicious uh, as we uh, fill our fat mouths uh, before we go take our naps and get ready for the Beer League broadcast tonight down Big at Winsport. Go phew, fly yep. out of here phew, right to sleep. Uh, broadcast gets going at 6.30. Puck drop just after 7. Swing by. Great prizes to be had. And uh, you can talk to Alex Brody in the stands which is definitely a big plus. Uh, before we wrap up the show, unwritten beer league rules uh, from Texty McTexterson and Inter Noah's flaming hot 15-second flames take. But right now to talk about the National Football League, Ross Tucker from the Ross Tucker Podcast, Westwood One, CBS Sports, lots of other stuff. Ross, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm doing fine. How about yourself? We're good. I saw it on uh, social media today when you were on the Rome show yesterday. You were surprised that your former teammate Tom Brady hung it up. Why? Yeah, I guess a little bit because there had just been so much conversation about him playing next year. You know, last year, it seemed like there was a lot of talk about him retiring, and then he did, and then obviously he ended up coming back. This year, you know, you'd heard for a while that most people kind of thought he was going to play again. Most people thought he wanted to, didn't want to go out like this, you know, wasn't happy with how things kind of were going in Tampa. And I think most people thought he wanted to try a different team, whether that was the Raiders, which is kind of where I thought he was going to go, or the Niners or somebody else. And after the divorce, I guess there's probably some thought, and I was probably one of them that, you know, maybe that now that the divorce had gone through, that, that he would keep playing. And that, you know, that was a major reason why, he was going to retire before was the family concerns, which it seemed like that's uh, that is why he retired because he does want to spend more time with his family. I'd be really surprised 
if he came back this time. I know some people, you know, dispute that or doubt that, but that that would be stunning to me. How much does he have left, Ross? Um, it's a great question. I didn't think he played particularly well this year. You know, it's amazing that he had so many clutch wins and comebacks, um, even this year when he wasn't that great. Felt like he played a lot better, like in the fourth quarter, when they just went to the no huddle and he could just do things himself. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if he played next year, he would certainly be one of the 20 best quarterbacks in the NFL. And knowing him, probably be one of the 10 best. So pretty impressive. It's not, not, not often that guys walk away when they can still be one of the 10 best quarterbacks. You just don't see that very often. Um, I I know you do a a ton of media, Ross, but could you share with our listeners from Calgary a Tom Brady story uh, you've never told before, if you have one? Ooh, never told before would be tough because people have been asking me about him for like 20 years. (laughs) Um, All right, give us your favorite Tom Brady story then from when you played with him. Well, I'll give you one funny story. Um, I played for the Bills 03-04 in 2005 and um, until they cut me. Then I got picked up that season by the Patriots during the middle of the year. And my, uh, my sister called me and said, um, did you meet Tom Brady? Like the day I got signed. And I said, her name is Bryn. I said, yeah, Bryn, like I'm kind of on the team. I was snapping the ball to him. Yeah. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. What does that mean? I'm like, well, you know, I play center sometimes. So I I bend over and I snap the ball. She's like, wait, was Tom Brady's hands in your – I said, yes. <laughs> she said, I have never wanted to switch places with you so bad in my entire life. <laughs> I don't think I've ever told that anywhere before. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, my, my sister was very, very jealous that um, yeah. Tom Brady put his hands where he put his hands to get the snap. Right. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's wild to think of the trajectory that we've seen. Like, I'm curious, as someone who's gone from the field to the broadcast booth, what do you think Tom's going to be like when he moves on to his next step? Um, well, it's hard to imagine him <clears throat> not being good at anything. Right. To be That's honest. Fair point. Yeah. I mean, ju- just the way he is. I'll give you another story as I tell this story about why I think he'll be good broadcaster. Um, in the off season, like as an NFL player, you just kind of like lift weights and do conditioning and all those things, right? We used to do like the the quick foot ladder drills and the agility drills. And Brady was really bad at it. Like he's not he's not a great athlete. To the point where you know, sometimes we would make fun of him and like laugh about how bad he was at it. And he would get like mad and do it again. Like he'd want to prove to us or himself, I don't know, that he could do the drills better than he was doing them. And it's just kind of that mindset. Like, we would be laughing. Like, he already won three Super Bowls. But if we would tease him, 
about like his his footwork on the ladder drill, he would like do it again. I'm doing it again. Doing it again. <laughs> and um, it's just kind of funny because no, none of us really cared, obviously. But um, so I bring that up because I just think um, I do think a decent amount of being a broadcaster is natural because I think personality is a big part of it. I really do. Um, You know, like when I'm calling a game, my kind of energy, um, my, my love for the game, I think it really comes across. I think that's, you know, that's not natural for some people. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if that part of it will be natural for Tom, but because he's so smart and because he's just coming out of playing, boy, he'll have a real edge in describing what he would do in certain situations. I think it's bad news for the starting quarterbacks in the NFL if he ends up doing it because I think he's going to point out how bad they are and how many times they're not doing the right thing they should be doing. I think that would be fantastic uh, to listen to uh, as, as an analyst. What do you think this means uh, for Greg Olson too in the booth? Cause that guy's really taken a step forward as one of the best analysts in the game. Do you think there'd be scenario where maybe Fox goes, Hey, why don't we put them both in the booth? Is he going to be the second guy? Because if I'm Greg Olson and I know he said, he goes, I know what I signed up for here. I'm a big boy and credit for him for taking the high road. But do you see a scenario where maybe we see both of them in the booth together? No, not really. Okay. I I don't know how that would work out because they're not paying Brady $37 million a year or whatever to be uh, to be the number two guy. But Olsen, you know, is as good as anybody doing it right now. Yeah. So I, I guess Fox could probably look at that and think of it as like a good problem to have would be my guess. Yeah. Um. There's all there's all these stories of Tom Brady's generosity to his offensive linemen. Can, can you share with us something? Did you ever get something from him? Because we know quarterbacks always uh, take care of their old linemen. Well, this is kind of another story, but um, I, that, we, we love hearing your stories, Russ. Super Bowls next so, week. We'll get into that matchup next week. But this is all about Tom Brady's story time. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I got there in '05. I only hung out with Brady socially that I can recall maybe like three times, but one of them was Oh five. And we went out to a dinner. It was like a rookie dinner. And I don't know how it came up, but some of the guys on the team were asking me about Drew Bledsoe, who obviously was with Brady a couple years in new England before he came to Buffalo. And I started a bunch of games in Buffalo with Bledsoe as my quarterback. And I remember I was telling them how I loved Bledsoe because he was very generous. His Christmas gifts were awesome, and he would always pay the tab when we would go out. You know, we'd be eating wings or beer, drinking beer, um, whatever. Bledsoe would pay for it. And you ever have a conversation where, like, you're talking to two or three people, maybe four, but I looked a couple spaces down the line. You know, I looked a couple – places down the table and I kind of felt like Brady was listening without 
looking down at me and looking like you, you know, acting like he was listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I say that is because the next year during training camp, we went to this barbecue joint and, um, I don't know, I got ribs or something. And I stood up to go pay the tab. And Brady came, like, running over and was like, Ross, I'm paying that. I'm paying that. And I was like, Tom, it's $12.55. Like, (laughs) I got it. Like, don't don't worry about it. Ross, hold on. You got ribs for $12? What was the quality of those ribs? Yeah, well, this is 2006. Um, okay. and, and not real great, actually. Okay. Not right. real great. <laughs> well, um, I thought so. Okay. And, uh, and uh, Brady's like, no, I got it. And he looked at me. He looked at me like he would stab me in the heart <laughs> with his steak knife if I didn't let him pay for the ribs. And to this day, and I've never asked him about this, I mean, there had to be some compelling force for it to be that important to him. Right. And I really think that the previous December, when we went out to dinner, he heard me talk about how generous Bledsoe was. That's awesome. And so fast forward nine months to August, he was not going to let Bledsoe have that over him. Like, in Ross Tucker's mind, he was not going to allow me to think that Bledsoe was a more generous quarterback than he was. That, like, you'll, and maybe I'm making all this up, but you'll never convince me otherwise that, that mm. that's not how it played out. Ross, I know you got to go, but real quickly, did he ever get like a company to maybe write a whole bunch of stories about you and then put it on a, a newspaper as, as a gift for you? Cause that would have been a pretty sweet gift. No, he didn't. But now that you mentioned that, <laughs> maybe I should, maybe I should get a my front page story for Tom retiring. Because, you know, there isn't really much yep. coverage about it, about him. So, um, <laughs> Not one story written I, about it. I You're right. Get, maybe, I could get, maybe I could get Tom to, uh, to tweet that out. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Like, I love, I love talking about the best Valentine's Day gift ever with you guys in Calgary, myfrontpagestory.com. I kind of think if Brady said on social media, I'm retiring to take over the reins at myfrontpagestory.com, the greatest Valentine's Day gift ever, that'd probably be a pretty big day for the company. It'd probably be pretty helpful. Yeah, I I think it would too. Um, Ross Tucker from the Ross Tucker Podcast. Westwood One, the Ross Tucker Betting Podcast. Always terrific stuff. Thanks for sharing your uh, Tom Brady stories. And we'll talk about that Super Bowl matchup next week. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, have fun tonight. Sounds like it's a blast. Yeah, we we absolutely will. Thanks, Ross. And uh, there's Ross Tucker on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Using the same secret recipe since 1975, dining at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Takeout or delivery at 403-248-3344. The Beer League broadcast feels like Ross to be in there like a dirty shirt. Oh, yeah. Like, again, I we are so lucky on this show to have Charles Davis and Ross Tucker join us every week for the National Football League. Oh, without a doubt. Like, it is, they are just such, like, incredible uh, guest broadcasters. And, yeah, I just got a text. Uh, what's his Super Bowl buffet? We will certainly ask him that next oh, week. Oh, yeah. It's a little early. What's the Ross Tucker spread look like? That's he's probably working sport. the game. No, he's actually not. He's done. Oh, okay. He's oh. going to watch the game. He's not going on to Philly. So he might do he, something with the pregame. He might be going to the. I don't know. He's not I, part of the. He's not calling the game. I, I know feel that. like he's going to be in Arizona, right? Like that he, would be. I and mean, he's got. He hosts the kind of. He hosts pregame kickoff on WIP. 
for Philly for all Eagles games. So yeah. Okay. Awesome stuff. Um, before we go, go we got birds. Go we birds. Got, we got some uh, business to attend to. Uh, the text lines always come through like it usually does. We asked you, nine sixty nine sixty name and location. Uh, what is some of your unwritten beer league rules that you swear by? I thought of another one. Okay. If you're the first one in the showers, turn them all on. Yeah, yeah, you get the heat going. Get the yep. heat going. Yeah, okay. Those Be a nice cold. guy. Very. That's that's very good. Yeah, very smart of you. Yeah, that's a kind one. Yeah, off the ice, help out your buddies. Um, nine sixty nine sixty name and location are Sportsnet nine sixty the fan text reading robot. Texty McTexerson uh, joins us, and he's ready to read some of your hardcore beer league rules that you swear by. Oh, Texty. Lane in Red Deer, Beer League Softball, same thing. If you try too hard, you are a loser. <laughs> All right. I S- Simple. Yeah, nobody Yeah, nobody wants the, the try-hard guy who's the mucking it up in the corners, Yeah, who is skating like his life depends on it, like this is the last shift of his life. Nobody wants to play against that guy in Beer League. No, definitely not. The guy who forechecks really hard, uh, stick lifts you on the back check. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, what else do you got for us, Texty? Jamie and Airdrie, don't you effing back check hot shot. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, you're a guy who plays on the blue line. Yeah, so I... Do uh, you expect a lot of back checking, or do you appreciate the back check? I appreciate it. I don't know if expect is the right word. Yeah. I expect that I'm going to have to sprawl out to stop a two-on-one pass more than once over the course of a day. I'm not going to get down and block a shot, but... You know, if if I need to get down and block a pass to stop, yeah, I'll do that. No problem. James in Crossfield, guys who wear tinted or mirrored visors are not invited back. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. You can't be like Alex Ovechkin, World <laughs> Junior Hockey Championship 2005. Like you, Those guys are also still wearing their gear from when they played quadrant hockey, which in, I don't know what you'd call that out east, but. It's like before. It's like high level AAA. Okay. Yeah. Um. You can't. Yeah. If you played in the show and you busted out (laughs) your tinted mirrored visor for a beer league game, I could maybe do that. But chances are you didn't play in the show and you can't wear the tinted or mirror visor. They're cool. They Mm. look awesome. Yeah. I wish the NHL would let guys wear the mirrored visor. It's awesome. Yeah. Look, it's a lifestyle. Don't you need like a. A medical note to wear a tinted it's visor in the NHL now? It's all for concussion and eyes, and just because they can't see the eyes properly in case of head injury, and they don't want it to move the helmet. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because the NHL cares about head injuries. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they allow bare-knuckle fighting. Yeah. Uh, and direct yeah, headshots. exactly. So please, don't don't, don't wear me a visor, because that really matters. But we got to be able to look at his eyes after. Yeah. Sean in Calgary. No slap shots unless you get a chance for a 1T clapper. Then you gotta rip that thing chin height. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, as someone who loves uncorking a slap shot into traffic in beer league, <laughs> yep. I can't get behind that one. Yeah, that's a tough one. I like to scratch my back and let that thing go. Dennis in Airdrie, there's no scouts in the stands, brew off. 
He's yeah. laughing there. Yeah, there's no scouts. Yeah, there's yeah. Settle down, sweat. Yeah, yeah. No guys in clipboards yeah. up there. Yeah. Let's calm Trey down. Trey and Conroy aren't in the stands watching you play. <laughs> <laughs> Just slow down a little bit. Yeah. All right. Todd Button scouts yeah. the amateurs, guys. He's not here to watch. Yeah, you. he's not. Uh, he's not there writing notes. Yeah, and timing your shifts and seeing what you're doing out there. <laughs> Got three more. Wow, another yeah. three minute shift. Yeah. Wow. Darren, wow. go ahead. Darren in Kenyon Meadows. Always remember you are more likely to get a groin injury if you forget the beer bag than if you forget your cup. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's a good one. I like that. Remember to stretch. Mm. Something I've really incorporated into my game and I think it's really helped a lot. Yeah. Andrew in Hidden Valley, number one rule, no blocking shots. Oh, number yeah. two rule, if you bail with less than two hours notice or no show, you owe a flat of beer. That's a good rule. Yeah, there's nothing I despise more than people being like, yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there. And then day up, oh, no. yeah, something came up. Oh, I, I fell asleep. Kids oh, are I, sick. Kids, the kids are sick. Yeah, I don't. I don't kids are always we don't sick. Have, yeah, I know. That's that's a, that's a for all the parents out there, that's one of the go-to excuses. Oh, my kids are sick. I can't make it. Yeah. Uh, you got one more for yeah. us? Mike in Calgary, if you bring the beers, you don't pick up the pucks after warm-up. Okay. That's a really good one. I don't pick up the pucks after warm-up anyways, but... yeah. That's a that's a good one. Uh, this is a really good one. I don't think Texty got to. If you're wearing a cage, you can only punch other people with a cage. That's a good rule. That mm-hmm. is a very that's good a rule. a good rule. Not that we're condoning violence. And I don't want to see any tonight. Yeah. But, uh, well. If it needs to happen. Needs I, don't, to happen. I don't think it wouldn't be the worst. Um, this one's good. Don't wear Fedorov white skates unless you're scoring five goals a game. <laughs> <laughs> like, if somebody busts out the Fedorov Nike skates, which, yeah. by the way, were beautiful. Yes. Like, you got to skate like Fedorov to wear those type of skates. You can't be like, you can't be like an, you can't be like Steve Dangle out there on the ice. <laughs> And wearing Sergey Fedorov skates. Oh, Steve Dangle catching a stray. Well, sorry. I, I know Steve. Uh, he's a friend of mine. Back Dude can't skate. He can't, like, he can't skate. <laughs> like, no, he cannot skate. So you, what if they? Uh, what if you match the white skates with maybe a, a white glove or uh, perhaps a white bucket? All white? Okay, a white bucket is a hell of a lot different than white gloves. No, but I said you have to match them all together. No, I don't. All white effects. Oh, this is, this is I can't stress this one enough. Uh, bringing your girlfriend and her friends. Mm. That is such a hard no. Yeah, there's a few of them here. Never, yeah. ever, ever do that. Never. Unless it's tonight and you're bringing your family to yeah, support the beer different. league. Yeah, that's different. It's like a family it's a huge thing. Deal. But like bringing your significant other to a beer league game? Yeah, no. Oh my God. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I don't. I think she'd see. She'd think a lot less of me if she yeah, saw. No kidding. That, so um, She thanks. already thinks a little. These are great. Uh, apologies to the ones. Um, we didn't get to um, beer league broadcast tonight. Pre-game gets going at six thirty. Mm-hmm. A puck drop just after seven. Lots of awesome prizes. Uh, Alex Brody will be roaming the stands, interviewing fans too for our broadcast. Really looking forward to that. And if you can't make it to Winsport tonight, uh, pop by Wild Rose Brewery tonight. Uh, we're having the post-game party at the brewery, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, we got about two and a half minutes to go in the show for today before we hand things over to more Big Show, Big Show Extra, Big Show Plus, Big Show XL. Mm. Um, our intern Noah's in with us the entire week, and he's come by with some 15-second uh, a hot flames take, and I think it's a good way to end the show today with intern Noah giving us a red, red hot flames take. You ready here, Noah? I am, guys. All right, fire him up, Alex. Okay, 
Okay, guys, so Brad Sullivan does not have a contract beyond this season. My Flames hot take of the day is Brad Sullivan will not be back after this season as Flames general manager. And another GM who is not under contract. No, you're done. Oh. No, you're done. Sorry, your 15 seconds is up. Oh, well, that kind of makes sense. Maybe I agree with Noel because Daryl Sutter will take over the general manager yeah. duties as oh, well as the head coach. God. Yeah, that so, would be terrifying. So what I've gleaned from being here in this city that because Tree doesn't have a contract extension, don't worry about it because the ownership doesn't operate that way. That's been the what we've op- heard from the insiders. Yes. You know, they don't operate that way, but the fact that he doesn't have a contract beyond this season is kind of weird. When do you think? Mm. Not really. It happens Kyle Dubas doesn't have time. a contract extension in Toronto. The GMs don't get really extended until they used to go hand in hand with the coach and GM. Yeah. Not so much. Anymore. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that weird, Noah, because I think maybe it'll be performance based. Mm-hmm. And in the case of Kyle Dubas in Toronto, it's definitely performance based to get out of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I would agree. Um, that's it for us. Uh, great job, everyone. Big thanks to. Uh, Tom from the Whalers and Brian from the Lushes uh, for swinging by in studio. Uh, mm. The annual Beer League broadcast back post-COVID for the first time tonight down at Winsport. Puck drop, 7 o'clock, pregame at 6.30. Just show up and you have a chance to win an awesome prize. Oh, yeah. Uh, just really quickly, what do we got prize-wise here, got, Patrick? got uh, Flames jersey, Blink-182 tickets for their June show, and then Dean Brody, who's playing uh, Winsport for his March show. Yeah, there you go. Just for showing up, you can potentially win awesome prizes. And uh, like I said, uh, come for the game. Come for the after party at Wild Rose Brewery. Uh, we'll be there after the game. Uh, it's like a Roughnecks game. Come for the party. Yeah. Stay for the game. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you better be nice. dead or in jail. And if you're in jail, break out. <laughs> Get out of jail. Get out of jail. Uh, that's uh, that's it for us. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow probably a little on the uh, hurting side, especially Alex. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog.